Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, March 9th. L.A. Galaxy getting ready to play Sporting Kansas City in Kansas City coming up on Saturday. We're going to get you ready for that game. Rain here on Friday. Some rain maybe on Saturday. Rain in Sporting Kansas City or in Kansas City for that game. We'll tell you about the weather. They could be greeting the LA Galaxy on that fine day. We're also going to get you through some of the LA Galaxy news. League's Cup announced, all that fun stuff. And then, of course, everything leading up to this game. A lot to talk about, a lot to get to. Maybe even some press conference stuff that we're going to talk about as well. Here to help us out. We're glad to have her back. It's been a little while. It's Sophie, the Canon Nicolau. Sophie, how you doing? I am doing good. Reporting for duty, <laughs> Mr. Guessman. Is it? Aren't the Eng- ease. aren't the English supposed to have like the up? Isn't it uh, upward one, right? That because that's the English. This is this is American. This is this is English, right? Are you thinking of Benny Hill? I don't. Is that I what's going on? Maybe Old that's that's where I get Canadian. all of my England uh, history. If it's from <laughs> Benny Hill, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that's the, that's the case. How are you doing? I am doing good, although living in California these days feels like living in London. And you, what and is you, going on? And you left there for a reason, right? You came here yes. and you're like, where's the sunshine? Get that pasty skin out in the sun. That's what I try to Look do. Look at me. I'm white, <laughs> you know, so white. <laughs> we need a little bit of that California tan, you know, yes. little golden number. Yes. Yeah. I am ready. Listen, I love the winter. I love the fall. I love the holidays. But I'm ready for a little California IA getting back to basics. Yeah, apparently three more uh, atmospheric rivers. We were joking around. They used to be called Pineapple Expresses, which sounded like fun and a little bit of a party. Uh, This in particular (laughs) case, uh, it is not. They call them the atmospheric rivers. Uh, So we're supposed to get more of that, which does sort of put in question maybe a little bit the LA Galaxy's home opener eventually. Uh, coming up soon, right? Feeling like mm-hmm. it's it's coming up. Things are going to happen, um, but yeah. So so uh, just keep that in mind. We're we're still in this this it's going to rain pattern right now. So. Well, I saw Dallas rains earlier. Okay, you know. good, very nice. I, t- I tell you what, this geezer he would make a killing in England <laughs> because you get to the BBC weather and it's like, good afternoon, everybody. There'll be some light showers up north, and as the day goes by and you go further south, rain and possibly some thunder and lightning. 
That that was good so evening, good. everybody. How are you doing today? I mean, it's like that w- a show for the so, weather. So we could you just, could you just call me in the morning, like right whenever I get up? You could be my my wake up call and just give me the good morning, Mister Guessman. The weather today is going to be sixty eight degrees with a chance of showers. Right, that if you did that, I would be I would be in every day. That's yeah, what, that's I would be your butler for the day. What can I bring you for your breakfast? <laughs> oh man, my wife and I were just reminiscing. The last time we went to London together was for our honeymoon. Um, so it's been a little while. Nice. Um, and we stayed in Hotel 41, which is at 41 Buckingham Palace Road, which is a That's boutique right. hotel, the top of the Carnation Hotel, if I believe, if I remember all this correctly. Mm-hmm. We got we splurged because it was our honeymoon. But that is the ultimate. Anytime we like get the world gets too much and we're like, where would where could we go right now? That would it would be Hotel 41 because nice. You you would wake up every day, you would get out of bed, you would go to the little table. You usually sat at the same table. There's not enough guests really to worry about not sitting at the same table. You could just sit at the same table. So you sat at the same <laughs> table and and the the waiter would come out or the waitress. Oh, Mister and Missus Guestman, it's so nice. Would you like to have the same thing that you had yesterday, or would you like to do so? You know what? Same thing as yesterday is fine. We'll bring that right out. And the same drinks as well. Well, yeah. did not had it all written down everything it's great, isn't it How it's was the way th- they ask too it's oh. like mr and mrs guestman oh. would you like to have the same tea as you did yesterday we can bring the same sandwiches too <laughs> i also enjoyed that in the afternoon because we would go walk out and go sightseeing in the mornings right and you would go do it and then after lunch right around lunchtime you come back maybe have something to eat take a nap right get up and then it would be champagne time and there was a guy yes. who would just come around for champagne i did learn that basically i think we should have champagne time more in our lives, then champagne should not be so special. You should have champagne on a regular basis because, you know, tomorrow's Friday. Why not have some yes. champagne? That sounds like a wonderful yes. thing. I have a T-shirt that says drink champagne like water. And okay. I think that's very good advice. Good, good, good. So, yes, champagne. In England now, they have champagne on or Prosecco on tap oh, in, in the pubs. Of course they do. because They've they yeah. been all hoity-toity <laughs> on me. That's what's happening. Uh, Aaron gave us a $2 super chat. It's $2 for Sophie's accent fund. Just got to keep that accent up for Aaron. because Sure. We're, the we're, Dallas Reigns <laughs> one, though. I mean, you got to put that in the bin. That was absolute rubbish. <laughs> that was, uh, I, I, was, I was enthralled, as, as I normally am. Um, all right, LA Galaxy coming off a loss, not a good game, 3-1 loss to Dallas. We, I talked about it a little on Monday. Uh, Kevin was a no-show because he was on vacation, so, you know, lucky lucky for him, I still had to do a show. Uh, did you get to, what, what did you think overall of the LA Galaxy, both in this preseason, because we haven't talked to you in a little while, and now mm. through match day one for them, which is really match day two because they didn't get to play match day one? I don't know what to make yet. Is that um, a bogus answer? Because... I just don't know who they are right now. Yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, I feel like the team is still being molded. You know, like last season, the team finally started to build an identity, especially in those last 10 games. You felt like there was this coalition um, and there was this cohesiveness. Uh, They started playing well together for each other. It felt like a proper team. And I feel like the beginning of the season and... Now, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, preseason and now, t- um, Josh, if I'm being honest, I'm not, I can't put my finger on it, but it's not there. I don't quite know who they are right now. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I still think they're missing at least two really good pieces that, that I'm expecting. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, one of them is a winger. Uh, one is probably that left back that they're chasing after. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. I just, 
I don't know what the team's going to look like when those pieces fit because they lost some pieces and they haven't necessarily, I think, replaced everybody that they want to. Lucas Caligari, um, he is the the one that we're expecting, hopefully, to arrive by uh, this week, next week, somewhere in there, possibly mm-hmm. be ready for the home opener. There is, uh, and Greg Vanny talked about a little bit about that on Wednesday in his uh, media availability, so he was able to talk about that. So that's a missing piece because you lost Julian Araujo and you replaced it with Kelvin Leardam. And no, exp- no, no offense to Kelvin Leardam, but Kelvin Leardam is not Julian Araujo. Um, and so yeah, that's a downgrade. It is. It's a downgrade, and and I think everybody knew it was going to be a downgrade until mm-hmm. they get this young kid in, nineteen years old, has a lot of promise, but. I don't know what to make of him in Major League Soccer. I mean, you know, we pretend like we can watch highlights and be like, this guy is going to be good. Even coaches, scouts, everybody. We pretend that that's that we can always nail that down. And the bottom line is you can't. Some guys are going to perform worse than when you when you got them. Some guys are going to perform better than when, you know, you hope that they over outperform their contract, right? That's what you're hoping for. But yeah, I I don't know what Caligari is going to do. Then you put too much hope. Uh, Kevin Cabral style. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you you saw Kevin Cabral in League Two, and you were like, okay, mm-hmm. that guy has some stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see it, I see it, I see it. And then you get him to Major League Soccer, and you're like, I see it, I see it, I see it. Then I don't see it. It's like because right. he was like 99% where he could do all of the things sort of like almost perfect until he got to the goal and then nothing. Um, exactly. So I don't believe that one is I don't think that 3-1 loss was as bad as probably that loss looks. It's not a good loss. It's not it's not like I say, oh, well, the Galaxy really played a pretty good game. They didn't. Um, they looked like they were playing their first game, quite honestly. It looked like Dallas was probably playing their second game. Dallas played their first game like they were their first game and their second game like their second game. Um, yeah. Hopefully that's all shaken off now. But I don't like the lack of width. I don't like the overcommitment from the outside backs that sort of leaves the defense on a lurch. I don't like the overcommitment up the middle where you're sending Mark Delgado forward, you're sending Brogman forward, you're sending Ricky Pouge forward, and then what happens when you turn the ball over? There's nobody there, and you know a team mm. like Dallas can counter right up, uh, right up the center again. So they need to learn to be more patient. I think Greg, ba- Greg Vanny has to learn to be more patient. Um, Jonathan Bond said after this, I, I don't know if you caught this, I said this on Monday. Jonathan Bond said basically, Uh, We saw how Minnesota came in and played FC Dallas and Minnesota basically bunkered in. Um, That was their their style. Um, But they Mm -hmm. bunkered in and they stole a point. They stole three points. They won the game. They got a goal and then they, they bunkered and they didn't allow Dallas, I think, a shot on goal. And it's like Jonathan Bond said, we saw how Minnesota came in and we didn't want to play like that. We want to play the way that we want to play our football. Right. You know, like the way our style. It's like, yeah, but Minnesota's walking away with three points right now. Um, Right. So, you know, I don't know that you have the talent or the pieces right now to go out there and assert your style of football on people. Right. Also, is this, let me ask you this, is there this, um, not arrogance, what's the right word, this reluctance uh, by Vanny to do the square peg round hole thing sometimes? And i.e. by that, I mean, I felt like towards the end of last season, he became more adaptable. Mm. But I also feel like he felt like he got all the right pieces in place to be able to do it, right? To be fair to him. And it feels like all of the equity they built as a team, Mm -hmm. right? It's really hard, especially in American sports, to keep the same team because of the culture and the way a team can switch after a season. It feels like all the equity he built in the team for trust and working on naivete and all of those things is hasn't translated yet with this group. 
And I don't think it's going to for a, a bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you have to look and say Vanny finally got all the pieces that he wanted in that those last, you know, 10, 12 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you have to allow him a little bit of, of rope to go out here and try to do that again is to acquire those pieces because he, they gave away pieces and they they didn't have they don't have those pieces back. We've talked about it. He even said as much, even though I'm sure um, he was told not to say it or he was maybe maybe corrected afterwards, which was, you know, he sort of said, you know, we're not a complete team yet, you know, then that type of thing going into the season that was going into the El Trafico mm-hmm. that was supposed to be, we're not a complete team. We know that we're not, we're not hundred percent there. Um, and everybody knew that. I don't think anybody who's listened to the show or watch or looked at the LA galaxy, you can look at them and say, Oh yeah, that's the team. That's the team. You're saying you don't know about them. And I think you're correct. I think that's the correct answer right now. I don't know about the galaxy. And I think that if you're sitting there saying, Oh, well, the galaxy are going to be fine. Um, then you have a little optimism, but it's not based currently on all those pieces being together. Is it? Sorry, no. I, sorry, I thought you, there was a pause there. In the is it? Is it too much of a change for an MLS team? No, because it, they didn't. They didn't lose that many players. I mean, MLS teams go through this all the time. Okay, let me rephrase the question: mm-hmm. Has losing Julian Araujo help? Not help. Led to a little bit of what? I'm seeing in that, where's the identity? Look, I think, you know, when you have the midfield, especially those three that were there last season, and I think a very good three, by the way, um, I think they bring a stability and an experience to that midfield. Uh, But unfortunately, right now, they just don't have the outlets on the flanks to make those good things happen, right? Yep. So those three are core, and they're very, very key. With Araujo gone, is that maybe a little bit as to why the, the team doesn't feel like it has an identity when you lose a player like that who's kind of a, a face off and on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, I would say, look at Araujo, look at Chicharito being injured, and you can say what you want, but Chicharito started a, almost every game last year, right? So you mm-hmm. don't have him. Um, quite honestly, you don't have Douglas Costa, who was starting to really build into something at the end of the year. At the end. Yeah, yeah at the end, mm-hmm. right? And so you don't have that. Uh, you don't have the winger on the opposite side. And maybe Tyler Boyd becomes that, but he hasn't been because he was a little late in preseason and he's working up to some fitness and some other things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, I think that there's a confidence already instilled in this LA Galaxy team that they will figure out how to play. Um, and you mentioned the three in the midfield. I think it's one of the best midfields in Major League Soccer. I um, agree. And, and I think you can't waste that right now. Yeah, and, and you can. we can all say, I mean, and you're right, you shouldn't waste that, right? But we've mm-hmm. watched this LA Galaxy, you know, organization waste talent year after year after year. So I, I mean, I don't know that it's an unbreakable rule. Like you're going to lose your job if you waste, you know, the three in the middle. But you're not going to have Ricky Push forever. Um, you know, no. that's pretty clear. Gaston Brugman is an excellent player. I don't know if you keep him forever, but he is sort of a, a type of player where I would imagine he could be with the LA Galaxy for the next five years. Right. And he doesn't go anywhere. But the bottom line is getting the pieces to fit. I think Tyler Boyd is a piece of that. I think Douglas Costa is a piece of that. I think a new left back is a piece of that. I think the new right back is a piece of that. I think finding out that center backs because you lost, you know, you lost Derek Williams and Derek Williams didn't play every game, but he was a part of that defense. He was a part of that. And so he was an outlet. Yeah. And he was. And and I'm a big believer that you have to stick with a backline and you have to let them work together and figure things out because it's only in game times. It's only in those decisions that they can 
be linked together and understand each other and know all those things. Um, but you know, I think Jalen Neal has a real chance to be a starter on this team for the rest of the year. If he puts in, if he, if he puts in the right shifts. So there's a lot of moving pieces. I don't think mm. anything's settled. I don't think we're going to know about this team for at least the first month, month and a half, which if you're scared about that, you can be scared about all you want. I, yeah. MLS regular season to me is like you, I'm kind of with Greg Vanny. You kind of need to be hitting it, hit, hitting your stride down the stretch. You just can't be losing every single game. Um, and I don't, I don't think the Galaxy are going to be in that position. But I don't necessarily think they have the horses to run with some of the some of the teams right now. They need to change it up a little bit. They need Douglas Costa. They need Chicharito back. They need another winger. They need Tyler Boyd. They need this outside back. It's just yeah. the team that's out there right now. I don't think has the has the talent, and they lost that talent, and now they're trying to backfill with guys who are backups. And yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I mean, Vanny has a massive job on his hands, but he also has all the power now, you know, and he's not going anywhere. They can't, you know, he's the face of the team for all sorts of reasons right now. So, you know, but he's been given the keys to the kingdom to mold this team the way he wants for for some time now. And, you know, I just feel like the excuses have run out a little bit in that, you know, let's see, let's see 10 games in. Ten games in is going to tell you. That's a third what of, kind of team. Basically, a third of the season, right? But I mean, that's going to tell you. Yeah, that's going to tell you sort of where they are. And yeah. you know, Vanny has been not so coy about the fact that they may be saving money for the summer. And yes, they can't bring in any internationals during the summer, but they can shop inside of the league during the summer. And so, you know, I think they're cautiously sort of playing. They're saying, okay, these are the pieces that we think we need. And these are the guys, but we are going to hold something back for that summer. What's going to happen in the summer? Because we all know, Sophie, you can pretend like you know all the answers at the beginning of the year. And then at summertime, you sit there or, you know, at the winter transfer time for, for you know, English Premier League, mm -hmm. right? And the EPL, you, you sit there at winter and go, you know, I never thought we'd need a right winger. But, you know, Douglas Costa isn't cutting it. So I need somebody who's going to fill that spot, exactly. you know, and so you don't or you get an injury, a big injury somewhere. And that's where you have to plug in yep. and fill those holes. So that's I, I think it's wise to sort of save some of that, but know that your options are going to be limited by shopping inside the league. Um, yeah. And again, all because of the penalties. So um, I am I am not concerned uh, but I don't know that I have any great outlook that I know what this team is going to be. Midfield, solid. Really like it. Uh, strikers. I don't know. I don't know if Chicharito is going to be Chicharito. I don't know if Dayan Jovalich is going to be able to be a 90-minute player. He scored a goal, and I think if you're asking any striker to do what they're supposed to do, he scored a goal, right? Even if it was he only got one touch in the game, he scored a goal, and that should be enough to at least get a draw or something on the road. You can't allow three goals. So um, so I, I, I don't know what those forwards look like. I think it's thin, quite honestly. I don't love that Jovalich is the only backup to Chicharito. I don't know if there's a solution yeah. there. But That's a problem. It, it could be. It could be. It absolutely could be. Jovalich, very good coming off the bench. Very happy with that. We'll see what he does in, in Sporting Kansas City. Greg Vanny said they were talking. Well, look, he's been wanting this chance. He's been kind of calling for it. So let's see. This is your moment. Milk it. Did you see the, you know? did you see the celebration after the goal? Did you notice the... The, the Ricky the Ricky thing? Yeah, Ricky went and jumped what on top of, top of Kelvin. And then Dayon uh -huh. was just standing there. It's and very awkward. I don't... I don't know. There's... There's and I want to be very clear and I think over the time of reporting you can you can say this well Sophie sometimes there's stuff going on in the field where it's just like maybe they practice that particular play like 17 times and Kelvin launched it into the bushes like 
17 times and just couldn't get it. And Vanny's like, <laughs> run it again, run it again, run it again, right? And they just keep doing it. And Kelvin keeps launching him into bushes, right? And then in the game, he gets it right. And that's why everybody's like, you did it. You, you know, and that's why Ricky could have jumped onto Kelvin Lerdam. Um, Jovalich sort of standing off from that is is interesting. Like just... It seemed like it was, he was very, very awkward. It was kind of like, you know, he kissed his sister in front of him and he wasn't happy about it. Yeah. It was a little like, is that, you know, a team of men, women, not everyone likes everyone at work either, do we? No. Let's be honest. No. Right? No. So I don't know if that was a weird kind of moment. And also, Listen, I say this very loosely in a very endearing way, but yes. Ricky looks like, I'm just saying, he looks like he could be a bit of a punk sometimes. <laughs> he looks like a Disney character. He could do no wrong. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> he about. He looks like a cheeky little bugger. Is he what could he be. Like. He looks like your annoying little brother, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can see that. Um, yeah, and he could be. Um, it's also, you know, the way Dayon hit that wasn't exactly clean. Um, and I wonder if they thought maybe it went like directly in off of Kelvin or something like that, or I don't know. It was a it was the way Dayhan was just like, dude, I'm I'm right here. I'm right I'm standing. Have you right ever here. has have you ever seen somebody wave at you and then you wave and then you realize they're <laughs> waving at somebody behind you? That's what it felt like. And then like I would just turn around and walk away like Dayon did. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Alex asks, can we use a uh, $5 super chat says, can we use, uh, by the way, thank you, Alex, for the super chat. Uh, can we use intraleague transfer to bring in an international player? I mean, you could, you could probably, Ooh, you could question. probably, yeah, anybody who's already in the league. Yes. So if it's an international player in the league, yes, you can bring them over. Uh, it would mostly just be any ITC stuff, international transfer certificate for those not paying attention. Um, and oh, by the way, I, I but so so like, yeah, I know it's ITC stuff. So um, the ITC is already owned by the league. So I think you could transfer inter team. I don't think that's a problem. So no, that's the thing. I do want to tell the story uh, at the train club. Uh, it's a bunch of old guys who are at the train club for the most part. There's some young guys. It's there the too. best it, place. Yeah, I know you, you, you love it. And we love having you anytime you want to come over. Um, and so we're there. And one of the guys who, who was sitting on the board of directors, because I'm on the board of directors, one of the guys who was on the board of directors with me watched uh, like Monday night's podcast or, or the, uh, or something like that. And then he called me the next day and he goes, Josh, I have no idea what a young DP or a U 22 is. <laughs> and like, he goes, I don't know what an MLS is or what a Pooj is. Right. And stuff. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, but I found it very entertaining. I was just cracking up. I'm like, to, for somebody to have paid attention to probably more than half the, the podcast, Wow. And had all of us here, all we're all diehards. We all speak a language that is totally unintelligible to anybody else, Sophie. Yes. Um, so when we talk, you know, ITCs are more of a general soccer thing, so you could talk that. But when we talk about an intra-league transfer, I mean, most people are like, isn't that just a transfer? You can go from one team to the other. It's like not major league soccer. It doesn't really happen. Right. So um it's just I just, I just got used to Tam and Spam and Ham. Yes, I know. Right. I know. And Gab. Yes. And yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I mean, still go with jam, by the way, because it's general jam. allocation money. So I say jam, jam. Jam. I, everybody says I'm wrong. Had some jam on my toast today, actually. Lovely. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad we're yes. there. We'll, we'll eventually get to our, our pre-podcast talk where we talk about our girl <laughs> crushes that we had um, in the eight, in like so the 80s good. and 90s. I really feel like it was that was the era, era that we were sort of gravitating to. Uh, Nicole Kidman in, in Days of Thunder. That was where my my reference was. So and and uh, and Batman with with Michael Keaton, which, of course, is not a good Batman, but she was very good. And I enjoyed it. 
So yeah. that was that was the puberty. You went there already. People. I just, I'm just, just telling you. You got me. You got me all excited before the podcast. I was all flustered. Yeah. So, um, so it does not disappoint. <laughs> never does. So anyway, um, I don't know that we know what this team is going to be, and I think a little patience is fine. I think they deserve patience. They understand it's 34 games. They understand that there's could play as many as 50 games. Uh, we're going to talk about League's Cup coming up as well. So there's all this stuff. I think the Galaxy have plenty of time to put things together. But if you're asking me what I see right now, I don't love it. Um, but, no. But I expect change. And we talked about Ten it. games, Josh. Ten. Ten, games. Okay. So Ten nine, games. Nine more to go. we can get critical. Nine yeah, more to go. Nine more. I mean, last year it took us basically 24 games. 22. Yeah, 20, yeah <laughs> 22, 24 games to figure out whether or not the Galaxy, who they were. But. Okay, so is this the team? Like, I think, I don't know yet. Not yet. Sorry about the noise there. I bumped my mic. Um, Is this going to be the kind of team, we don't know yet, I guess, Josh, that just need to get to the playoffs again? Just get in the playoffs and you can go up against anybody in the playoffs. We don't know that yet. Can I tell you something that may seem weird? And I was almost right last year, so I feel fine throwing this out here again. Um, mm-hmm. I said that I thought the Galaxy were a top three team in the Western Conference last year, and they finished fourth. Um, and I certainly believe I said that at the beginning of the season, not knowing all the ups and downs that were going to happen that eventually led to a team that was actually good. So I got a little lucky. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that. I will say this. I expect that the Galaxy are a top four team in Major League Soccer again. I don't think they've with the pieces we're expecting to come in. I don't think they will have gotten appreciably worse and i think they could possibly be better in some ways too so so who who do you think is unequivocally better than la galaxy in the division right um i mean lafc how many teams how many teams uh this i mean lafc is probably better i think seattle's probably better although i love to give them no credit whatsoever but um i will say seattle for now um, I think that Austin is not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I think that they're trying to build on things, I think it just, you know, some of these things are, are uh, a run of luck. Um, who else do I think is better than the LA Galaxy right now? Let's bring up the, the standings so I can sort of look through. I don't think Dallas is going to be. I don't think Minnesota is going to be. I don't think San Jose is going to be. I don't think Portland. Portland could be a good team this year. Let's watch them. They're they're going to be good. I love the standings so far. It's like after two games, it means absolutely nothing. Um, but we can, you know, the Galaxy are in 13th place in the Western Conference. But, you know, with one win, you can basically be above the line for the playoffs and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I was at that Portland game. Um, they were good. thought they were a bit unlucky, to be honest. Right. So I think Portland could be one of those teams. I think Seattle could be one of those teams. I think LAFC is one of those teams. I think the Galaxy are probably right in there with Galaxy, Dallas, Austin. Uh, I don't know about RSL yet. And I don't know about Kansas City yet either. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns. But it's just in general, I think the Galaxy are sort of going to be in that four spot. Now, whether they're there the whole year, whether they end up there, I don't know. And I can absolutely see. Here's the whole thing is I think this year the Galaxy are better just because they get Ricky Pooge and Gaston Brugman for an entire for season. For the whole season. Yeah. I mean, that's an, yeah. that's an upgrade. <laughs> you didn't have them for 22 games. You know, it's like. You- yeah. I also think that maybe some of the teams that were better last season aren't necessarily better this season. Could I mean? I think there were better. I think there was be- better. I don't know, better quality, but it just seemed like there were. It was a, a lot tougher maybe to say, okay, who are going to be the playoff teams? Yeah, and I will say that also the the summer transfer window is so important to teams that make moves 
that yeah. we can pretend that we know what those answers are going to be. But bottom line is teams don't really shape up until after that summer. Galaxy had a huge, you know, uh, uh, it was a great window. Let's be honest. It, they had a great window, but now they won't have that. They don't no. have the ability to have that. And so that's, a, I mean, you want to talk about the biggest disadvantage they probably got after not the million dollars of general allocation money, not the million dollars that, you know, was fined. They were fined for it wasn't Chris Klein's kind of whatever suspension that they have going on here. Um, those aren't the big things. It's the summer. It's the summer and being able to adjust and, and, and do something. And they don't have that. So that's going to be a massive problem. That could make a lot of teams better than the LA Galaxy. Yeah, that could be the difference between making the playoffs and missing out. Yeah, it very, by hair's breath, very well could. Let's uh, let's get to a little bit. There was although everyone goes to the playoffs this year. Don't nine, they? There's <laughs> nine. I mean, you know, if the Galaxy don't make the playoffs, I mean, something's super wrong, right? I mean, oh jeez, yeah. people are getting fired. Uh -huh. I, you said Greg Vanny's not going anywhere. I can see Greg Vanny getting fired if the Galaxy don't make the playoffs because a hundred percent. I mean, you have I, to, I agree with you. Oh, I. I I wouldn't. I'm not even going to dispute that. There are 100%. nine. There are nine teams that make it for the yeah. one There are nine teams. There are 18 teams that make it into the playoffs. Um, at least you can get that playing game. Uh, I wanted to show a little bit of what was going on at training and some things. Uh, Iker Casillas, uh, well, famous well, Real Madrid, well. famous Spa Spanish goalkeeper, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, out here at training with the LA Galaxy. Um, he was just hanging out. He's got his nice vest on. He looks he looks very European Spanish, doesn't he? Like like he uh, sort of has that look, right? Or does he look German both, in that? Both of them, or <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, with with the lifesaver that he's wearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he looks. He, he does look a bit German. Yeah, there's is, no doubt. Is, is that a Back to the Future joke? Right? Isn't that where 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 he's wearing his his uh, vest? McFly. Yeah, McFly. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was that, that was that with Ricky Pooch was out there, um, and then of course uh, with Chicharito and, and Iker Casillas as well. So just something kind of cool that was going on. And listen, I yeah. mean, we can say what we Old want. Teammates. We can say what we want, though. So I mean, these guys, they they know each other. I mean, you know, Ricky yep. Ricky's sort of like, hey, we're you know, we come from the same place. You know, we're kind of cool together. That that type of thing. Um, the other cool thing was, of course, that well, uh, well, yeah, Chicha played with him, right? They were they were teammates. Were they? You know. Oh, they Casillas, yeah. Casillas and uh, Chicharito were, were teammates at uh, Real Madrid. Unless I'm totally got my years wrong, I'm um, pretty sure. I mean, he was there forever, so I would imagine that. Yeah, they Casillas probably, has right? been there for his whole yeah. career. Yeah. Wow, yeah. look at this. Yeah, there we go. Somebody, somebody actually said the line: "Get a load of his life preserver." Dork thinks he's gonna drown. There it is. Okay, <laughs> good. Great movie. Great. I love Back to the Future. I love that whole whole thing. Um, and then the other Spanish uh, legend in uh, in town with uh, with Paul Gasol, um, who was getting his number retired uh, at is it still Crypto.com or have they gone? bankrupt yet but anyway they were down at the uh at the uh um uh the, uh, the staples center crypto.com center wherever they were and so you got ricky Pouge with the la galaxy la kit um and it looks like it was signed by the team and it says gasol on the back with 16 and powell powell was getting his number retired up there and you got ricky who's like five feet tall and then you got <laughs> powell gasol who's like a bazillion feet tall sophie can you relate to 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 ricky being that short uh I can. I have a picture with um, Carmelo Anthony and also Per Mertesacker, who played for Arsenal, who is called the BFG, and I won't translate. But right. yeah, it's uh, yeah, I can relate. And I ran into Gasol um, in the elevator going down into the press room at uh, StubHub. Uh -huh. Whoa. Whoa, old StubHub. school. Old school <laughs> StubHub. All right. StubHub center. Um, yeah, very nice fellow. 
He looks very lean there, doesn't he? He looks like very GQ, does Gasol. Hello. Uh, Whenever I was uh, a youngin, just in like elementary school, probably like (laughs) sixth grade or something like that. Maybe it was, yeah, it was probably sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade. There was a tennis tournament uh, around uh, my parts, and somebody invited me to go be a ball boy at the tennis yeah exactly at the tennis tournament and it was a celebrity tennis tournament and i remember there were a bunch of basketball players who were there there were also a bunch of celebrities i had no idea who they were because they were on the days of our lives and they weren't nicole kidman they weren't nicole kidman i would have known um i don't think i'd had that awakening yet uh quite honestly it was probably still a little Mm. bit too young just a little bit um but i remember going and there were some basketball players there and clyde drexler was there and i remember i was like Mm. scared of these guys giant huge human beings hey clyde how tall are you as my friend says as i'm like petrified and clyde's like big guy comes down and gets close to us he goes tall enough youngins tall enough right (laughs) and it was like it was great so i just i just remember just the towering over me these basketball players so much taller um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool that they were sort of, they, I mean, That's in, fun. in some way I say that the galaxy sort of horned their way into Pau Gasol's like big day, but it's Ricky Pooch and it's Pau Gasol and I'm going to allow it. All right. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, Hey, you didn't, you, he was happy to do it. He looked fine. He doesn't look shocked at all in that picture. Um, no. that he was asked, he's like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to stand here with this shirt and hold it and that type of thing? So anyway, Ricky looks like the fan and he just, it doesn't even look like a footballer, does he? Just looks like this 12 year old kid that's, you know, on a school trip and well, he's got to meet Gasol. What was the Robbie Keane one? Whenever Robbie Keane was called a fan, remember they took a picture of him at a Lakers game and they were like, they're like Giovanni Dos Santos sent a fan and it was Robbie Keane. <laughs> Wasn't that it? Was that the one or was it? So I think it was. That's what it looks like. There is Pal Gasol and a fan hold up a, a shirt oh, and the whole deal. it's just too funny uh oh, let's funny. talk a little bit about leagues cup because we got announcements on that we understand when the la galaxy will play their first two games right and we expect that they will advance past this and go into the big giant bracket that is out there but the la galaxy both games at dignity health sports park so the la galaxy get an advantage here sophie they're going to play leon and Whitecaps, Vancouver Whitecaps, they're going to play them on July 25th and July 29th, just after my birthday. No coincidence, I'm sure, um, that they are <laughs> going to be playing these two games at Dignity Health Sports Park. Galaxy get two home games, the two group games that they play. And the scores and the winners of this and the top two. So you just have to not be the bottom one. All right. There's three teams in each group. Don't be that bottom person. And then you will advance to the next bracket. But the LA Galaxy get Leon on July 25th. Um, and then on July 29th, they will get Vancouver Whitecaps. So a big advantage for the LA Galaxy. Um, I really do think that um, they're going to... Somebody asked, by the way, Sophie, they said, you know, are, are is it mandated by MLS that they play their starting lineups, like their best lineups? And the answer is no, right? They can do whatever they yeah. want. But there's no other games going on at this point. There's nothing else. So, you know, I wonder if it's going to follow the culture of Europe, you know, where you have, um, you know, in the FA Cup or in Copa, you know, um, the Copal, you have, you know, second second string players come in and play like uh, the U.S. Open Cup here. That's what happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, where, where you so. where you rotate and do the whole thing. I think there will be some rotation. But there's also, again, there's nothing else going on. There's not other league games, right? This is a whole tournament. It takes up the whole month. You are locked in. You are going. You are doing this. And if you only play two games and then you're out, that's not good. You actually want to extend it up to a certain point because you want the games. You want to stay in game shape. The teams that only play two games 
because I think there's mm. going to be some MLS teams. They're going to play two games. They're going to get knocked out. That's where the problem is going to be. I think you want at least three or four games in this one. Also, doesn't honestly, when the email came out today, I was like, oh, this is very confusing. I'm just going to have Josh explain it on the show tonight. Um, is is it, though? Um, oh, gosh, it, buggery. That just that thought totally went out. I was about to ask you a question. Uh, oh, the prize uh-huh. is getting into the Champions League. There is, is it not? There is a CCL spot available for right. it. So yes, yes, there is. How big a prize do you think is that for LA Galaxy? I mean, when you're looking at LAFC playing in Champions League, I mean, surely they want to get into that competition, no? They, they want to go back, yeah. I, I think they do. We always talk about um, US Open Cup being a, a, the, one of the easiest way to get into Champions League. It's not, because you actually have to win a whole bunch of single elimination games. It's not actually easy, um, but it's not it's not overly difficult. And I guess if you're saying it's easier than some of the other things, I can understand that. I don't think this is an easy way to get into the CCL to have to play all these really good MLS teams, really good Liga MX teams. Do try to do that and then advance to it. Whoever wins it is going to be a, a good team. Um, so I like that. I like that. The the um, I like the competition. I actually I don't love that they're pausing the season. I don't love that this is in the middle of the season and all this stuff is happening. But I'll, I'll say this. If you're going to do it, then I'm all in for this. I'm, I'm expecting a plus team lineups. There's no reason not to. So um, will they pause the season for Gold Cup and Copa America as well? I think that there is Gold Cup. Some pause. There are some international breaks for Gold Cup. Uh, I don't know about Copa America. Um, you know how it is. MLS sort of picks and chooses which international breaks they actually want to abide by. Uh, I mean, if you're a high-flying team in the league, and I, okay, I get it for World Cup and major tournaments, uh, but of course, this is just another way to make money off fans. The same thing is happening in Europe with the Super League and all these bits and bobs that are going on behind the scenes. To stop the league for one month, that's, I mean, who stops their business for a month unless it's a World Cup or, I mean, a, or I, a Gold Cup or Copa? I mean, in... In defense, they are stopping it for probably what will be one of the most watched tournaments in all of North America. I mean, I think those TV numbers are going to be through the roof on this because uh, there's going to be a lot of interest, I think, from Mexico. I think there's going to be a lot of interest from from North America and in, in, in general in terms of United States, Canada, Mexico. I think there's going to be this real focus on this. Well, because they're putting marketing dollars behind it, aren't they? They don't put as much marketing dollars for the CONCACAF for the champions Champions league League. yeah i mean you know they still have champions league buried on fs2 and you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. league's cup is going to be on apple tv so you'll be able to to absolutely see it um be interesting to see what happens yeah by the way uh john says uh five dollars uh super chat says remember that epic jacket that that uh, ricky pooch was pictured in at the laker game i don't remember everybody i think that was the the one any word on that being sold retro colors modern crest no herbal life logo equals perfection yeah i mean I know a lot of people were clamoring for it. Usually that does draw the attention um, of, of certain people. So we'll, we'll see if something like that ends up popping up. Um, I have not seen that it is available, and I'm pretty sure the Discord would have launched that by now. Even with the boycott going on, there is a lot of, here's this, even though you're not going to buy it because the boycott is going on. Here's the stuff that, that it is here. I always wonder so how many people are like, are like clicking on stuff back behind. They're like, yeah, yeah, boycott. And then they go and buy stuff. I mean, you know, hey, I'm not judging. That's not my point here. Uh, it, the real interesting thing is going to be that home opener coming up um, at Dignity Health Sports Park. That's where we're going to see how the boycott is felt. Um, and I, yeah. don't think, I don't think we've really had an event that has been centered around that yet. 
um, and we're going to whenever you get that home open. Not so close to home because it's all it's been on neutral ground, hasn't it? Um, the theater with the shirt reveal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some earlier stuff. Yeah, we've seen stuff at and outside the stadium, but we're talking game day, bums on seats here. You know, this is big ticket. This is huge revenue for the club. Yep. And it's going to be really interesting to see kind of, you know, I feel for the players. Yeah. In this in this situation, I feel bad for them. They uh, they're in a lose lose situation no matter what they say about it. If they say that it affects mm-hmm. them, then then it's like then you know they're blaming the fans for stuff. And if they say it doesn't affect them, then they're lying. Then they're saying that you know the fans don't matter. It's lose lose, and I you know there's there's not yeah. going to be any winners for that. So um, again, we'll see if you know sort of how that plays out. Um, but that game against Vancouver Whitecaps, which will be. Um, the first home game for the LA Galaxy. That is the one. Um, I was people are circulating around a, a YMCA. It looks like they're they're doing a buy one get one free uh, YMCA. They're trying to get people to this game. They're trying to sell out this game. Apparently, the game at Sporting Kansas City is now standing room only tickets. Um, so that's expected to be sold out. Even though the the weather looks a little bit unfriendly, dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Oh, of course. Um, let's get a little bit rumors here and then maybe we'll go to some Greg Vanny. Uh, we talked about Julian Aude from, uh, Lanus, uh, down in Argentina. We've talked about, uh, sort of whether or not, he, uh, this is the guy the galaxy are going after all the signs still point to that. Um, apparently he did not travel to our Cordoba for, um, for their latest game. So it seems like he's sort of done traveling and as long as this deal goes through that he will then come to the LA Galaxy this is a loan with an option to buy uh, the latest figures I heard is the Galaxy possibly looking to buy 70 to 75 percent Sophie um, of the of the player and that's what they're looking at right now so 70 to 75 percent of the player there will be a sort of sell-on fee or or at least uh, Lanos could re- retain a percentage should the LA Galaxy buy him and then sell him somewhere else that seems to be the case. I know nothing about this player. I'm not going to pretend to know much about him. Um, but is, is everyone excited? Is he, you know, I'm a bit behind on this one. Is is he something of a prospect that many are, you know, have been scouting and looking at? You know you know how you can sometimes gauge it? The P, the, the Lanos fans are sort of like, oh, I can't believe he's going. Like, that's too bad. We, we wanted to keep him. Mm. But they're also like, but good luck for him because he's going to be a good player. Like, that's sort of the thing. It's it's a young kid. He's 19, right? So you, right. you're getting a U22 player. Um, same thing with Lucas Caligari. I think he's 19 as well. So 19. You could have two start two 19-year-olds starting. And then Jalen Neal is, what, 20? Is he 20? I think he's 20. Yeah. I don't think he's 19. Hey, if you're good enough, you're old enough in my estimation. So so you could have a back line that is literally 19, 20, 19, and then uh, Martin Caceres, who's like 36. So, you know. <laughs> old enough to be their dad. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> There's going to be some DNA tests going on later. Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's what you could be setting yourself up for. And if you're the LA Galaxy, that could actually be futuring the, the team yeah. as well, right? You're sort of like when these guys hit 20, 21 that's when things really start to come together and start to fly for these kids. So, well, that's tough for getting, if you get into a playoff situation, Josh, that's mm-hmm. a young, that's a young back line right there. You know, sometimes, sometimes they're, uh, they're so young and they're so naive that they don't know it's supposed to be bigger than this. Right. And it's sort of like, they're just going to go out and play soccer and they don't care. 
Um, yes. One of my favorite movies for Love of the Game with Mr. Kevin Costner. Um, I like that film. Yeah, I, I, people hated it. I thought it was very nice. I always enjoy it. My wife, There's a crush I used to have, Kelly Preston, Kelly back in the day. Kelly Preston, absolutely. Um, did she pass away? Rest her soul. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, oh, she Rest. did pass away. That was, that was, yeah. that was not good. Um, but uh, but for that one, they, they had at the end of that movie, by the way, spoiler alert for a movie that came out like 12 years ago. Um, at the end of that, Kevin Try Costner. 20. Yeah, was it 20 years? Let's just call it 12. Let's just call it 12 mm. and we can <laughs> both feel no better way about that ourselves. film came out 12 years ago, mate. Chat room, look up when did For Love of the Game come out so that way we I can all feel at old. At least 20, 22 years ago. Anyway, so Kevin Costner has a perfect game going on and of course they bring a kid out who was like a bat boy to him at one point and he's on the Yankees and he's going to write and they're like, hey, wreck it, right? And the kid's just so young he doesn't understand like the situation that he's in and the whole deal and so there's sort of that that youngness, that rawness to it where whenever sometimes you have young teams, it's like they don't care. They don't know any better than to just go out there and try to kick you in the shins and take you down and beat you any way possible they can. Um, I feel like the galaxy could develop into a really scrappy, young, quick, versatile attacking team. I like the speed that I see in both of these young players. If uh, mm-hmm. Lucas Caligari on the right, um, Aude, if he ends up coming on the left, I could see a lot of counterattacks. I can see a lot of breakaways. I could see a lot of stuff that gets those outside backs into the game, but because the galaxy love to overcommit on their outside backs. I can also see that speed working in the backwards direction to hurry the heck back and get back on a, on a counterattack and break things up coming from behind like Julian Rajo used to do. So, um, listen, you just sold me and I'm already mid season and I'm watching this in my head all unfold and happen. The chat room just, just told me when that movie came out and was I right? Good Lord, Sophie, we are old. It was, it was the same year that I graduated high school. 1999, Sophie. 99. It wasn't even in the 2000s. Wow. 1999. 24 years. Thank you for doing the math. I, I, was, uh, I went to Arizona State. I was close. You were, um, I told you maths. I never do the maths on the show, ever. You know this. I, my dad and I have this thing going on where we tried, where, where we tell each other how long ago something was. And then I'm like, he goes, yeah, that was like five, six years ago. And we both know it was like 20 years ago, but we're not going to acknowledge that at that point. It's five or six years and you just move on. Josh, it gets more shocking with every revelation that happens. It's, you know, I I mean, I looked up the bodyguard the other day and I was like, no, please stop. I mean, 99, I was already eight years into my career at 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox, yes. I'm an old lady. I mean, join the club. I'm an old lady too, or an old man. (sighs) Either way. I mean, not with this, with this face. It's hard to tell sometimes. Um, You can shop with the old... uh, Arizona shirt on tonight though. Got my got my FA Cup 1971. 19 yeah, 1979. Wembley 1979. 79, yeah. sorry, yeah, 79. 71 we won it too. I just seen it. We've won so many. I just got confused for a minute. Hey, I, I see my buddy Scott. Uh Scott is in the chat room in there. Uh and he says, Come on, Josh, I graduated in nineteen eighty seven. Scott is one of my favorite people. Scott, I know you're going through a tough time. Scott's not is is not in the best of health, and he would tell you Aww. that. I think he's battling cancer and a whole bunch of stuff, and he has been. Um, and so Scott, I want you to know, and I told you this on, on, uh, on Twitter, but that we're all cheering for you, buddy. We, we talk about you. We know, we see you there. We know that you're doing, uh, doing all the stuff that you possibly can to feel better. Um, and I, I know you're fighting this as good as you get. Keep it up the good fight. My friend, um, we're with you hundred percent. We'll be here to keep you entertained during all that time. 
Uh, but we love you, so keep it up. All right, Scott? Um, love Rod- that. Roger gave us a do- uh, $1 Super Chat uh, little sticker. It's a little devil. He, he brought the devil. That was the sun devil. Nice. So, hey, Very Roger, nice. I see you. I like that, Roger. I see you. So, uh, Scott, love you, buddy. Keep it up. All right? Um, I'm trying to think. I think we should go to Greg Vanny a little bit. He was talking yeah. about... Uh, whether or not you're going to find Douglas Costa or Chicharito around. So let's get to that. And he was asked specifically on updates on Chicharito and Douglas Costa. Here is what he said. Making progress. Uh, Not available for this weekend. Making progress. And we'll see how much progress they can make next week before the next one. So, um, yeah, they just... Uh, yeah, getting back to returning to play, but also just finishing up strengthening, things like that. We want to make sure this is a one-time thing, and then they're back and ready to go. So just working them through the, the full process. All right, so that means they're, they're, they're not coming back anytime soon. They're so. Um, still return to play. Vanny has categories of players for injuries. There is like the injured player, there's treatment status, which means you're receiving treatment, and then there's return to play, which is the series of things you have to do before you can go back to training. Oh, return to play has a good acronym, RTP. There's another one for you. RTP, there you go. Um, So uh, return to play. All right. Um, that is that's that's sort of where these guys are, which means that they're doing stuff to get themselves ready to return back to training. Yeah, but they're not in training. But they're not in training. Making progress. Making And that they're progress. not match fit, that's for sure. Nope. Um, other updates uh, that came from this, I think Alex Ruiz was there asking questions. Alex and Damian Calhoun were there. I heard them for sure. I think maybe Shandrimo was there as well. Um, Greg Vanny said uh, Chase has a groin injury, although he says it like growing every time, <laughs> and I can't, I can't handle it. it dry, I, I almost <laughs> chuckle every time. He says he has a groin injury. I can't even do it. Listen to hold on. I'm going to. Okay, here. Here. Listen. Listen to it, Sophie. Listen to tell me he doesn't say growing. Here we go. Uh, Chase has a growing injury. Hopefully he'll be making his way back uh, next week. Right. He says growing. He says growing. It's, oh. Greg, Greg, please understand. It is not a, an indictment of you saying something wrong. It's just the way that I hear it every time is that he's and he said this the entire it's every time he says groin injury. It's growing. It does sound it's like a, growing. It's a growing injury. Well, Chase Gasper is kind of short, so maybe he tried to grow too fast and he got injured. I mean, you know, those types of things. That's hilarious. <sighs> every time. <laughs> every time. I, lo- I love that. Like, I'll be honest. Greg Vanny is so much fun to cover because I think he's really honest and he loves to get in depth with us and he loves to tell us details. And so if you can get him to it, you heard we, he was like, he was like, well, I don't want to give all my secrets away. And then we asked him more questions. He just gave all the secrets away. It was great. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, he's like, I, there's no point in hiding this. That's fine. I haven't uh, asked any questions yet so far this season. I have to like, you know, embed get get uh, my feet under the table a little bit more. Yeah, by the way, Football Galaxy in the chat room says I genuinely keep thinking Cars 3 was like 3 years ago when that movie came out in 20. <laughs> How about Cars 1? My son is watching Toy Story right now, the first one. The first okay. one. It looks like it was drawn with an etch a sketch, right? Because that was like the very beginning of Pixar. Anyway, we're all old. Um, so gro- a groin injury for Douglas Costa also said that Sega Koulibaly was in France, uh, dealing with some personal issues and expected him to be back. I don't know if he's going to be back for this wow. game, but he expected to be, be back. Um, so no Costa, no Chicha, um, pr- no Chase Gasper getting closer, not there yet. Um, and then of course, um, sort of looking at Sega coming back. Okay. Those are, those are your, your, your updates and everything. Okay. All right. 
So I'm, I'm glad we, I just wanted to go over a little bit of stuff. I mean, Greg talks about a whole bunch of stuff. One of the things is he talked about is that, you know, the outside backs getting to, um, or not, or, or the out, the wingers, the guys who are their outside midfielders, you can't call them wingers. Memo Rodriguez is not an winger and, and <laughs> Efrain Alvarez is not a winger. Um, so they're what not wingers. Is Efrain Alvarez? I don't know. Um, but he did talk about losing the ball a whole bunch. He said, we dribbled into too many, too many players. He goes, we should have turned around and, and kept possession and retained possession. And like eight of those are probably Efrain Alvarez. A couple of those are, are Gaston Brugman. Um, so Alvarez is still riding on some left footed wonder goal from how many months well, ago? I mean, you know, he gets, I know how you feel about him. He gets one every year. I want to rile you up. He gets one every year. Okay. So when is that one coming? And he's determined and has told us point blank that things are going to change, that this is his year. This is my year. He said it. So this is his year. So let's watch it develop. I've already think he has more of a presence on the field. I think he's I think he's already forcing more difficult coverage of himself. He's driving deeper on the outside foot instead of just cutting into the left all the time. Right. Um, Is he looking leaner? I think, you know, there's some people who are never going to be like skinny little sticks. And I think this is I think this is him. He's not going to be a skinny little stick. He's not going to be this lean thing. I think he's going to carry some meat on his bones. Um, and I don't think that's going to hurt him unless he can't be in the physical condition. I think he's going to be fine to carry a little extra LBs on his frame because I think he's a, he's a tiny little kid. And whenever he gets knocked around, don't it's okay. I agree with that. No? How old is he? 20? 20? Is he only 20 still? A 20, I, this, it, it feels, it feels like, like he's been around for so Watch, he's probably He's probably 22 at this point. Um <laughs> I, will, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to be, you know, like sometimes you think, 20. okay, we 20, 20. Wow. Yeah. Movies have been a bit of a theme. Right. I've, I've used this one before maybe, but you know, like you see Nightmare on Elm Street, one, two. I mean, you do really need to see three, four, five. No. You've, you know, the Alvarez movie is the same every season. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. I, I. But maybe this is the, is this the year where he cracks the code? bursts out of the, uh, you know, can, can we just, can we just all agree that the McDonald's jokes are a little bit harsh? Like I, like that is the thing in the discord, especially if you're in a discard It's about the McDonald's. He was rumored to be going to somewhere in Hungary. Um, excuse me in Turkey, in Turkey, Hungary. God, that joke writes itself. Uh, he was <laughs> rumored to go somewhere in <laughs> Turkey and we had fans looking to see what the closest McDonald's is like in the, to the stadium. That is too much. And it's not okay. All right. So keep it, keep it, yeah, keep it I mean, above board. You don't want to be cruel and stuff like that. I mean, some fans are funny sometimes. I mean, no one means. I, I love well, a good well. joke as much as I grew up in a family very yeah. much where, you know, okay. if they're not taking the, take it, taking the, I get it. Know, take, yeah, we're going to give a yellow card to the, the, the fat jokes. Okay. Or the, None of those. You know, those kinds of jokes. But, but I yellow do think, I don't think he's card. ever going to be this slight, slight, slender super like in shape buff guy there were there were plenty of really good footballers and maybe that time has gone but there are plenty of really good footballers who carried a couple lbs a couple extra lbs yeah and played yeah, fine spare tires yeah. yeah yeah well i mean for me it's like you know a set well, he's of, young though a set i mean of snow he's tires. Still like... that's me <laughs> snow tires. he hasn't even stopped growing yet yeah i, I mean that's insane alvarez hasn't stopped growing yet 
<laughs> the growing. Oh, sorry. I, I can't, just realized. I can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> if, Greg's, thing. if Greg says it one more time and I'm supposed to keep a straight face, I'm losing it. Okay. I'm just telling everybody right now. There's a growing, growing injury. Gonna, uh, give myself a yellow color. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> successful. You're not allowed to say growing for the rest of the show. Successful dribbles per 90. Uh, this is really after one game, but rookie Poosh has five. He, he helps lead MLS. In that category, an accurate passes per 90 guest on Bergman with 80%. Uh, again, one game, but he helps lead that category as well. So, um, all right. So that's sort of where we sit. That's where we're at. Um, I feel pretty good about all that. If you've seen the, the standings, Eastern Conference with Miami up there, they've won both of their games. Miami beat Philadelphia in the last one. New England now has two wins there. Nashville with four. Nashville back in the East sort of makes the West feel a little bit better. But St. Louis comes out of the gate hot here, Sophie. Seattle. Uh, and St. Louis, both winners of their first two games. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Dallas with three points there. That was the three they took off the LA Galaxy. Uh, Minnesota has three points. That was the three they took off of Dallas. Uh, Austin has three points. San Jose at 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Portland, three. Salt Lake, three. Kansas City, one. Chance for the LA Galaxy to to get and jump above them uh, for this game coming up. Colorado, one. Colorado and Kansas City played to the boringest 0-0 draw last weekend. It was <laughs> snooze fest. Um, Vancouver, zero points, LA, zero points, Houston, zero points. Just think we could have, we got so close to facing Ronaldo this weekend. So close. (laughs) So close. So could, could have, could have been it. Um, I, I would have loved to see him in, in Kansas city. Is that a thing? Is that a thing that we could like ask for? Is there a reality show that gets like built and played around like Ronaldo going to Kansas? Is that it just would have been the most glorious reality TV show ever. <sighs> All right. What a missed opportunity. What exactly? hundred percent. Uh, supporter shield standings right now, Seattle, Miami, New England, St. Louis, all with those six points. So that's what we're watching as we continue on here. Now, LA Galaxy getting ready to face Sporting Kansas City. It's game at Children's Mercy Park in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, not Kansas City, Missouri, just in case you were asking. Uh, so Children's Mercy Park, March 11th, game 5.30 p.m. This game can be found on MLS Season Pass like so many others. We'll tell you whenever it's for free. I don't believe this one is one of the free games uh, coming up this weekend. So that's what you have to look forward to. A little weather update for anybody traveling, anybody going to these games. Uh, Saturday during the day, uh, rain likely high of 43 degrees Fahrenheit, winds east-southeast at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 90%. Rainfall near a quarter of an inch. Uh, Saturday night as that goes, temperature dropping down to 31 degrees, Sophie. Water does freeze at 32, just in case everybody was wondering. Uh, I actually knew that. I I knew that too. Um, Showers in the evening with some clearing overnight. Uh, low 31 degrees, winds north at 5 to 10 miles an hour, chance of rain 40%. So basically chance of rain going to 90 to 40. Uh, the winds about 5 to 10, 10 to 20, somewhere in there at the beginning and tapering off uh, as it gets a little bit later. So don't expect it to be 31 at kickoff. I do expect that it's probably going to be 40, 38, 39, somewhere in there at kickoff. So it's going to be chilly. It's going to be damp. Could be raining. Uh, so having said all that, that's what the LA galaxy sort of have to put themselves up against. Um, I did just mention, you spoil this lot. You spoil them. Oh, you get, spoil them rotten, mister. Give them, give them all that, that weather info that they've been needing to have about what the weather's going to be in Kansas city. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about this. Um, I, you know, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say that Kansas city is another team that doesn't really know who they are yet. 
Um, you can sort of see that in in how they play. They played a very, I would say, hitch and go sort of stuttery game against Colorado. Colorado actually scored a goal in that game, but it got waved off. Um, so that that goal didn't count. It was a zero zero game, but they went out there and they basically said, this is our game plan. We're not going to let Colorado beat us. And they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that if you're looking at Greg Vanny, I don't think Greg Vanny has ever taken points, all three points from Peter Vermees, like like especially in Kansas City. I, I so hold on. Had. Yeah. Well, the last win against uh, Sporting yes. uh, Kansas City was 2019. I have no I did not even look it up. How about that? I cannot tell you that. It's been a while. It feels like has it's been a while. Vanny Vanny wasn't here in 2019. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's a Vanny. Wow. Um, that's a Vanny thing. That's a Vanny thing. He has. Maybe he, I'm wrong. I don't. Him and him yeah. and Peter have not. Uh, he has not beaten Peter a whole bunch um, in in this particular. And listen, you're talking about. You want to talk about somebody who has um, who does it all. Peter Vermees is one of those guys who does it all. Vanny right now doing it all right. And so um, I'm actually pulling up the head to head as we're as we're going. Somewhere. Yeah, but the pressure in Kansas is nowhere near the same pressure as in. LA. There's just no way. It's uh, just not the same. I don't compare the two. August 15th at home, uh, the LA Galaxy beat Sporting Kansas City 7 to 2. What year? Uh, September 15th, 2019. You were right. Um, I'm trying to see the I'm last good time. Good with my dates. I'm shockingly good with numbers today. Give me a give me a maths the, question. The, no, no, we won't we won't go that way. Um, <laughs> May 29th. Uh, the LA Galaxy were winners in Sporting Kansas City in 2019. They were two nothing winners over that one. Uh, can anybody tell me who scored the goals in that who 2019 that? game? Was... Oh, go on. No, um, Zlatan. That is correct. You will not get the second one, however. Fabio Alvarez. Fabio. Oh. Fabio yeah, okay. Alvarez. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't have gotten. Who that was either. the manager then? Was it uh, Ziggy? Uh, let's then? see. If no, no, uh, no. Twenty nineteen was Guillermo Barrascoleto. Yes, he was. There you yeah. go. So yeah, that's where. Oh, the good times. Good times. That's where you're at. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that was the last time the LA Galaxy beat Sporting Kansas City in KC. Um, that was in 2019 as well. All right. Are you ready to hear what 538 has to tell us about this wonderful game? If you were gonna yes, guess, if you were gonna guess what five thirty eight was gonna say, are they gonna who's gonna be favored to win, Kansas City or the LA Galaxy? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the home team on this one. I mean, usually it's the correct answer because they usually get a pretty good bump. So let's see. I yeah. haven't even looked at it. It was one of those I was I was sort of waiting to the thing. Forty seven percent chance of winning for Sporting Kansas City. Twenty seven percent chance of winning for the LA Galaxy. Twenty six percent chance of a draw. I have to agree with this. And 47%, it's not the highest. Um, in fact, it's it's really not. You look 54% for Toronto over Columbus, um, 50% for Cincinnati over Seattle. That seems unreasonably high. Uh, 65% for LAFC over an undefeated New England. Um, mm. Let's see. New York City is 68% over Inter-Miami. An undefeated Miami going up to NYCFC. And they're saying basically a 70% chance that New York City wins that game. That seems a little heavy-handed. Portland's almost 70% chance of beating St. Louis. So when you look at it, actually, the LA Galaxy and only having, you know, a 40%, a 47% chance for uh, for Sporting Kansas City actually is not horrible in all this. Yeah. Um, that's that's equity, right? That's brand equity, I think. What? Right there. What? What do, what do the, you mean? The, 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 the percentage. Right. Right. So into, into Miami, I think a little bit, you know, 
know I say 10 games. No one can trust them yet that they're going to stay up there. They were so, they've been so horrible since they've come into the league. But is this the year they get it together, right? LA Galaxy getting that type of percentage, I think, is built on probably the Sporting Kansas on haven't started off great either. But I think it's built on brand equity. Those five stars still count for something. Yeah. In a in a weird way. I, I will also say that they have the LA Galaxy ranked fairly high in terms of their teams, right? So uh, we can go to 538 and look at sort of how they rank the teams. And right now they have them ranked sort of in this order. LAFC, Philadelphia, NYC, Seattle, Atlanta, FC Cincinnati, and the LA Galaxy. Um, and then they say Austin, FC Dallas, Nashville, Toronto, Sporting Kansas City. So if you're looking at their SPI, which is I think their sporting index, however they calculate that, which is sort of their general um, determination of how good a team is, uh, they have the Galaxy at 45 and they have Sporting Kansas City at 41.1, right? So, I mean, those are the difference. So they have LAFC as a 56 compared to the LA Galaxy's 45. You know, Cincinnati right. is a 46.8 compared to the LA Galaxy's 45. But also maybe some of that has to do with the way the season ended. And let's be honest, barring a horrific decision to put a corner out in the dying seconds of regular time, yeah. LA Galaxy are taking that game. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. Um, we can say that, but that team doesn't exist anymore, right? Because they've lost pieces, and that's sort of what we No, I know, but I, th- I totally. But you, it's like college hoops, right? You You go into the rankings and... I mean, I don't know if it's the same, but it seems like it's the same teams every year that are ranked high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think there's a little bit of equity from last season, for I, sure. I will say an East Super sort of pointed this out. No Johnny Russell available for them. No no Polito. I don't think he's back yet, because remember, he had an injury last year, and they were working him back into being ready and available. So no, no Polito as well. Looking at those two things, that's a plus for the LA Galaxy. One, Johnny Russell loves to kick goals in on the LA Galaxy, so like not having him there is a is a big plus. Wow, Zeusy's still going too. That's incredible. He's been in the league how long now? Tw- Ten years, maybe? Ten I years? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe around the time Love for Love of the Game came out in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a cracker. We're going to have to go soon because we're both old and we're going to have to, we go to bed early, you know, there's, we have to to hit the old town buffet before we take our nap and then, you know, wake up for a little bit and then go to sleep. So, um, yeah. Way late for the early bird dinner. That's for sure. But don't you love a good buffet? Like, isn't there something about a good buffet or is that a very American thing? And you're like, the English don't dig the buffets. I think we Brits can be a bit snooty about, about the buffet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, personally, I love a good buffet. I'm a, I like to eat a little bit of everything. I think that's from the Greek meze, right? Okay. You I do the little n- dips at the beginning, right? then, mm-hmm. then you do the cheeses and then the meat and then the fish. So for me, a buffet, man, yeah, you start off. It's phases. Right. It's phase eating dinner. Do do you do you get too much? Do you like for me as well? It's like my I go to the buffet and my eyes are this big. And yes. I fill up that plate and then I'm halfway done with that first plate. I'm like, I'm, I'm full already. Like, d- yes. and then if you're in Vegas, that buffet costs you like $80 because they're like, oh, well, we have crab legs here. And you're like, I don't even want the crab legs. Just give me the fried chicken with the mashed potatoes and gravy and maybe a little right. coleslaw. And I'm a happy camper, but I'm paying for the crab legs. So then I feel I have to eat the crab legs because it was $80. So then I go over and get the crab legs. That doesn't mix well with the fried chicken and the mashed potatoes. There's just there's a lot of stuff going on. And I don't know that I'm OK with it. 
But it's um, you and you have to like manage the process because it is a process. Here's the difference between us Europeans and you wonderful Americans. Uh, For you, eating is get in and get out, right? Mm-hmm. So when I first moved here, I'm like, dude, I'm still eating, and they're right. whip, you know, they're whipping my plate away. Right. In Europe, eating is an event. I agree. I agree. And we're going to going to France, going to England. It is more yeah. of a more of a thing. Um, yeah. I I do wish we had like we're so sidetracked. By the way, I, we'll just stop there. <laughs> Two dollars super chat from Alex. He it's for the Metamucil fund because we're so old. Thank you, Alex. We appreciate that. Um, but yeah. Also, a buffet doesn't have to be cheap. I sit. Someone here's written cheap. Not oh, not cheap stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. You get some. Hello. Surprise, surprise. You know, do you ever get any, you know, get those surprise bills at the end of the, of the buffet? They're like, have you, ever, have you ever been in a hotel in Hawaii? And they're like, would you like the breakfast buffet? And you're like, yes. And then they bring you the bill over and it was $73 a piece. And you're like, for, 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 like, for what? It was pineapple and you grow them here. I, anyway, uh, Herb, uh, Herb, uh, Big Daddy Herb is in the, in the chat room as well. We always push it. Uh, $27.93 super chat. Herb always has a reason. I don't understand I all it. of them. Uh, hey, Josh, shout out to the soccer diva herself. Uh, viewers, listeners, let's show appreciation for Josh and all his hard work by hitting the like button. Shout out to Mike Gray as well. Mike's in the, in the chat room. So thank you, Very Herb, nice. for once again. Producer Herb is reminding Hello, everybody. Mike. Is as is, is reminding everybody to hit the like button. So we appreciate. I like that. that. I hit the like button too. I do. I do. I like myself all. Just the time. don't hit it twice. No, because then then no, it doesn't work. You can hit three times though. Three I times mean, is okay. We are full of great tips this evening. Odd numbers are fine. Even numbers not good. Okay. Not good. A hundred yeah. times not good. Hundred and one times perfect. Correct. Okay. Good. Yes. Uh, so now we get into our favorite part, Sophie. Um, oh, and I should mention, this is an important part, uh, the LA Galaxy debuting the LA kit in Kansas City for this game. So this is it. This is your chance. The new kit is going to be worn. The new kit that's over my shoulder, right over there. You can move my big head. There you go. I have one too. Yep. You got a nice one as well. Um, and Let's just say LA Galaxy were far more generous than the current MLS Cup champions well, they, when they, it came to the media they at the beginning of the season. They don't need you, Sophie. They don't. That's right. Um, they don't. So, uh, so that kid is debuting. But now we have to get to the to our prediction part because we like to do predictions, and I like predictions that are wrong. Uh, I had a draw last week. I technically got the number of goals correctly. What I, was your draw? Did you call a two-two? I called a two-two, and it was three-one. I feel like that's cutting hairs. Really, it's our splitting hairs, cutting hairs. Yeah. I need a haircut, that too. Um, so, what what are we thinking? You look glowy today. I thought you looked really well. That color's really good for you. I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to start off positive. My first prediction of the season, Galaxians, I am going for a 2-1. And I think Ricky will score a goal. Uh-huh. Anybody you else? you know what? So, an own goal? I'm going to put my money on Alvarez scoring just because. <laughs> just because? Just because of all the McDonald's jokes. That's why. Yeah. Um, by Wait the way, for the kid, ten dollars super chat from Patrick says uh, COG is holding this club together, not getting paid enough. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would love to. Um, shirts still for sale. If you want to go on there, you can, you can check out those shirts, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, I will also say two one. I like your oh. optimism, but I'm going the other way. They lose. I don't. I'm not there yet. They haven't. They haven't made me feel warm and fuzzy. They haven't given me all the reasons for why they should. Um, I would love to see a reaction. I don't think we will. Um, just because I don't think they have the pieces yet. You're, you're trying to play, you're trying to put together a thousand piece puzzle and you only have 750 pieces. 
All right. So there's going to be some holes in that puzzle. You're going to not be able to see the picture very well. You probably get <laughs> you're going to get an idea of what it is. If you stand real far back and squint at the TV, that's your best goal of watching the Galaxy Galaxy, in my opinion, this this particular recent uh, weekend. I would say on the call, Mr. Kobe Jones will be on the call on your Apple TV, which is great. Oh, and Adrian Healy, who is one of my favorite people. I've met him, I think, twice, was always super nice to me. I'm standing next to this like legend of broadcasting and he just thinks I'm one of the guys. No problem. Let me talk to you. Let me chat. I was I, I had a chat. Taylor Twelman introduced me. I had a chat with TT and Adrian and he was the nicest man in the world and I, I just love him to death. So I'm excited. Adrian Healy and Kobe Jones. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That, very nice. Adrian's a lovely, lovely man. He's a he's a very sweet, um, sweet, sweet fella. He 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 seems to be, and he's a very good commentator. I like his commentary. And Kobe's going to be solid on that on the color roll too. He's always got the little facts he throws in. Always does a thing, and he's doing an LA Galaxy. I don't know what else you want. Um, So coming up that game, uh, I will give it to you one more time for those not paying attention. The first three times I told you about it, Sporting Kansas City, LA Galaxy coming up on March 11th, 530 p.m. is your kickoff. It's probably about 536, 537. We've been noticing that's when Apple TV kicks. So about seven minutes, six minutes after that official time. So 537 right in there, 530 p.m. Children's Mercy Park, Kobe Jones, Adrian Healy on the call. Horrible name for a stadium. Children's Mercy Park. Well, it is. Yeah, it is. It is like a what? Not a charity, but I think. um, like a hospital, right? Like there's a, it's yes, a, it's I know, a I know. It just I mean, sounds odd. It's, I mean, listen, yeah. there's a lot of things that sound odd whenever it comes to stadiums dignity, health, sports, park. It doesn't exactly I mean, I know I called the it tongue. the StubHub today. The where, where did that come from? Hasn't been StubHub in how long? It, it will be, uh, it'll, <laughs> it's been a while. You could have <laughs> called it the Home Depot Center. That's always, that's always a solid whenever you go back that far. Um, all right. I think that's what we have. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, of course, to talk about the game. Hopefully, Kevin Baxter will decide. No, to, maybe Baxter will show up. Maybe. You never know. I love it. The guy literally did, like doesn't miss shows whenever he was in Russia doing the World Cup. He would take his he, like the Russians padded them down because he carried a microphone with him. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But like, I'm going to give him crap Classic. because he missed like two shows in a row or something like that. All right. We breezed past each other and. Uh you know, behind enemy lines at the weekend. Oh, well, very good. I'm glad to see he's out and about and actually doing work. That's always nice. Um, <laughs> good for him. Uh, that's what we have. Sophie, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and we'll go. At Highbury Squad, um, check us out. If you love a little European world football and if you're bored out your minds, give it a go. And at Soccer Diva on the old Twitter sphere, give us a follow. Good luck this weekend, LA Galaxy fans. Good to be back. Here's to a phenomenal season. Maybe there's some twists and turns. Full of surprises. Why not? Let's turn this into an M. Night movie. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Surprise. Um, very good. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jguessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. That's where you can find all the shows, any of our articles out there, Ramiro writing some articles for us as well. All right, that will do it. Sophie was back. She was awesome. Glad to have her here. I'm Josh Patogessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to our little Corner of the Galaxy. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.